The financial services industry is really complex. You know that and I know that. And one of the things I want to share right now with you is the difference between a broker-dealer versus a registered investment advisor. Then I'm going to talk a little bit about what a registered representative is versus an investment advisor representative. We're not going to get into the weeds, but you are going to like this. You are listening to Paul Trustell, the Chief Executive Officer of Trustell Wealth, Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Due to our extensive holdings and that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes only. Let's return to today's presentation. So you've heard things like a broker-dealer. You have brokers and you have dealers. And a broker puts together transactions for a commission between a buyer and a seller. And they do that either through regulated markets or unregulated transactions. Now, there are people out there, and I'm going to talk about a fella down in the villages who literally scammed millions of dollars from residents in the villages. You want to be very careful and avoid at all costs these people who are not properly regulated. They don't have licenses. They don't pass mustard. You can't find them on a broker check with the Securities and Exchange Commission or the Financial Industry Regulatory Association. And they're selling things like promissory notes and unregulated securities. You got to stop doing that stuff. Okay. So a broker puts a deal together and they use regular exchanges, things like the New York Stock Exchange. Okay. Now, the people that do that are known as registered representatives. You know them as stockbrokers or financial planners or all sorts of different goofy names. And I had a gentleman the other day say to me, Well, now you're going to take over all my accounts are you going to be charging a haircut? Because I understand you're going to get paid a commission. Is it going to be an A share, B share, C share? Because I know what I'm talking about. And I said to this gentleman, we don't do any of that. We are a registered investment advisor. We are not registered representatives with a broker dealer. We are not dual licensed. We use a company called Interactive Brokers here with Truesdale Wealth. But what we do not do is we don't make commissions, not one bit. So regardless of what you buy or sell, there's no compensation to us. In addition, we charge no assets under management. It's a fixed cost, and depending upon which program you go with as a client of our investment advisory and management or wealth advisory and management, two distinctly different programs, It's a fixed cost. You pay the same cost every month, regardless of the value of the account. The only time you're going to pay more is if you use more time. And that's why we use audios and videos. And we have our COD, Client Online Dashboard, that facilitates efficient and effective communications. And by the way, going back to my time when I was obtaining my undergraduate degrees at university, I have degrees in political science, communications, and a degree called communicational politics where I wrote software programs of a predictive analysis nature as to who was most likely going to vote in off-year elections, and that's now known as super voters. Of course, I was a little bit ahead of my time by 20 to 30 years, but the reality is communications is very important. 
being efficient and effective. And I speak in plain language. I try to avoid all of this gobbledygook. And Sir Anthony wrote a grand stallion. I like to say simple things like Tony wrote a pony. So a person who is a investment advisor representative, IAR, of a registered investment advisor of the firm, they're not paid a commission. But the problem is when you have dual registration, somebody who works for a broker-dealer, can sell commissions, and someone who's giving advice, is that's really not good. It's fraught with a lot of problems because what hat is the person wearing? Today they're making a commission, today they're not. Now let me make one thing really clear here. Not all commissions are bad. And if you want to know more about what I call predatory fees, you can take a look at the link down below. If you are interested in saving money on predatory fees, schedule a no-cost or obligation 30-minute consultation with Trustel Wealth. Click on the link below if you are interested in learning more about how to save hundreds to tens of thousands of dollars each year in greedy and exploitative, slow-bleed commissions. Then text 212-433-2525. We know one thing for absolute certain, you will be glad you did. And so the gentleman that is coming on board, I had to tell him, okay, we need to go back to school and I'm going to, I want you to go back and listen to what I gave you by audio because I understand that you know what an A share is. That's a haircut. You put your money in, you get a haircut up front. Let's say it's 5%. So you put a $100 in, $95 goes to work for you. A B share works similar in that it pays an upfront commission, but instead all of your money goes to work for you. The management fees are higher than on the A share, which is the lowest of the ABC share class. But on the B share, they have what's known as contingent deferred sales charges, oftentimes decreasing by 1% a year so that it's 54321 at the end of five years, and you can get your money out, and all of your money is yours. The problem with B-shares is that you're paying a lot more in yearly management. And so as the account goes in value, you're paying more and more and more. Oftentimes, these B-shares are a lot more expensive than A-shares. You're way better off just paying the commission up front. Then you got this thing called a C-share, where it pays you up front like 1%. It pays the broker, right? It pays the registered rep. The guy with the broker-dealer pays them up front. And so every year, they're making 1%. Now, those are technically considered commissions because you're getting paid in advance more than on a quarterly basis. And I had to tell my new client, we don't do any of that. In fact, when I did the analysis on his portfolio, it was really obvious to me that the registered representative, the broker, with the stockbroker he was with, sold him commission-based mutual funds, made a commission, and then may have allowed those to stay in the portfolio. And all of them had management fees that were between 1% to 2% a year. And then on top of that, the account was now a registered investment advisory account where he was paying another 1.5% in addition to a monthly service fee because his account wasn't very large. And therefore, the broker-dealer or investment advisor, had another fee on top of that. It was a lot of money. And when I showed him that, he was shocked. He said, that's why I'm going with you, but what, what is your commission? I said, we don't charge commissions. We work under a fixed cost. You will not pay more, regardless of the value of the account. If it goes down, it's the same. If it goes up, it's the same. 
The only thing you will pay more for is if you go over the allotted time that we allow, depending upon which program you go into. And he got it. He said, I get it. He said, this is hard stuff. I said, yep, it is. And I'm going to actually talk about this in my private podcast because it is hard. And as a client, you'll have access to this whenever you want. And I'm going to expand and elaborate. So for those of you who are here, thank you very much. I'm going to get out of here. I hope that clarifies a few things. And remember, you heard about predatory fees. If you want to know more about that, get a hold of me. Someone on our staff will more than gladly take your call. Okay, that does it for today. Thank you for listening to today's audio from Truestell Wealth, Incorporated, a registered investment advisor and true fiduciary. To schedule a conversation, text 212-433-2525.